What's up, people who are listening? My name is Altaf. This is where you introduce yourself. Boys, I fucking hate you. If you're gonna do that silent shit to me, I you did. My bad. I accidentally clicked it. Oh fuck. Okay, wait, wait. Just say your name. Fuck. I muted myself. <laughs> okay. Before we start, I just want to say if the audio is bad, I apologize. We're doing this over Skype. Um. So I'm gonna. It's gonna be interesting to see how this works out. But okay. Now, Moise, introduce yourself. <laughs> uh. Uh. Hi. This is Moise. With an S or a T. It's without the Z. Without the Z? Without the T. Moise, okay. Can I ask you a question real quick before we start this? Why is it so important for you to replace the Z in your name with an S? Um, I don't like the Z. No one has ever said it with a Z besides you. What do you mean? When you were in, okay, when you were, you're in Houston now, but when you were in Knoxville, everybody said it with a Z. No one said it with a Z. Everyone said Moise. Really? They called yeah. you Moist? Yeah. No, without the T. <laughs> oh, okay. No one understood my name with the Z. They're like, how do you say it? How do you say it? So wait, in school, how would you spell it out? Like on exams and everything, how would you spell it out? I still spell it with a Z, oh, but I it. say it with an S. So you're really going to get a name change? Yes, I'm going to get a name change. God, I feel that's so stupid, man. I just, it's just, it, 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 whatever. Just tell them how to pronounce it. You don't have to change your whole name. I mean, I don't like it with a Z. Oh. I personally do not like it. I dislike it with a Z. Okay. Okay, you know you know what's funny? I was thinking right now, I was going to be like, my name is Altaf, and then you're going to say your, your name, and I'll be like, welcome to the... And then I realized we never actually decided on a name for this podcast. Oh, shit, true. <laughs> Okay, what? I'm gonna read out the names that you recommended to me. <laughs> Number one, Vibers. Number two, Cyber Hour. Number three, Eager Gamma. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know, man. These are coming off the top. Of <laughs> okay, here's the one that I suggested. Um, Chipotle with guac, and where the fuck is the Chipotle, or where where the Chipotle at, or something? Chipotle with Jorge. Chipotle? But that somehow <laughs> came out racist. <laughs> Boys, okay. Have you realized something? Um. Why? You can, I don't know, people always, I mean, it is, Jibboli with Hori is kind of racist, but that's not the point. I feel like people just try to get uh, get offended so easily nowadays that, like, they'll, well, anybody can say anything and they'll just say, oh, that's racist. And then you're supposed to feel bad about it. I mean, the racism nowadays is very varied. What do you mean? I mean, everyone experiences racism in their own way, but... Today's society, racism is based off of black people and Indian people, which they assume are Muslims or Muslim, and they consider themselves race uh, terrorists. Yeah, I mean, it's just a struggle for everyone, man. Um, I See, there was this, I think I read this article online about how racism left for a little bit. And then it just came back, like, with full force, with all, like, stuff going on, like, with Ferguson. And then uh, there's just so many of these cop cases that have been going on with, like, that are, majority of them are against, like, black people. And it's just, and it, it was funny. It was not, it's not, none of it's funny. I'm just saying it was that, it's interesting to see that, like, how that went away for a while. And now it's just this, it's just horrible, man. It's insane. I mean, like, cops are going... Cops are going through, like... The good cops are going through, like, a PR nightmare right now. 
I mean, I don't think it went away. I felt like it was just like at a down low. It wasn't being expressed in the media as much as it is at the moment. True, true. Hey, I don't know, man. Can we can we talk about something fun? <laughs> because this, what? I don't know. Okay. So how about NFL? NFL, yeah. Let's talk about NFL. Let's talk about sports. Um, the Knicks are doing great in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't does Tom Brady still play for the Lakers? <laughs> Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Um. Dude, Kobe's such a great quarterback. I don't know, man. I I never followed sports, and I think I tried to follow sports at a time, but I could never get myself to watch an entire game or like have any interest in it. So like after a while, I just was like, "Fuck it. I don't. I'm not interested in sports. So I'm not gonna pretend I'm not like the pretend I'm not in, pretend I'm interested in anything. You know." Yeah. Because, but the the annoying thing to me was that like. When I was in high school, middle school, and everything, everybody's into sports in like one sport or another. So I kind of felt left out most of the time. So that's why I kind of tried to get into it. But then I was just like, "Fuck it, it's it's just not my thing," you know. Which you got your thing, man. It's you got to force it upon yourself. Okay, I gotta ask you a question though. So, are you is soccer still like? Do you think soccer is fun to watch or more fun to play? I mean, if you understand the game, it's a blast watching it but if people like like random people that just play fifa and shit like that when they watch soccer they get bored out of their minds because they have no idea what the hell's going on yeah it's funny to me because like since fifa is such a big game now and like even play people who don't watch soccer to play soccer still play fifa it's hilarious to me when i like when they like act like they know everything about it yeah especially like people that are so illiterate in soccer like because they 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 overdo the fact that they don't know it by saying random shit which just annoys this oh my god it just annoys me so much wait do they like okay are you saying like they know it and they like they're not ashamed of it and they just try to like they try to make people who like soccer feel stupid i mean like even even to me i don't express how much i like soccer in public as much as i do but if I if I were to meet someone that does like soccer and only plays FIFA, and if I were to be having like a, a full blown conversation with them about soccer, they sound stupid. They sound really really stupid. Yeah, I mean, you well, it's, you're different because like you don't just watch soccer for the people who are listening that don't... Okay, first of all, if you're listening to this podcast and you don't know us, God bless you. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know. You could be listening to so much better shit right now. I mean, when you're listening to us, so thank you. But if, for those of you guys who don't know, Moise, you do play soccer and you're really into it. So, like, you don't just watch it, but you actually play it as well. So, like, you enjoy it more. But but, but the, 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 what I also find funny is that World Cup comes around. Is World Cup annoying with for you? Um, no. Like when you no, I mean you're because I feel like in not in the sense of like watching the game. I feel like in the sense of like how people suddenly feel like they're know every single player and everything and been caring about soccer for their, their entire life. They've become so patriotic in soccer. Yeah, which, they're, they're like ah, oh, dude, Barcelona, <laughs> country. <laughs> it's Barcelona, I don't know. country. Oh, Barcelona, yeah. the city in Spain. Okay, Moise, I don't know shit. 
okay? <laughs> no, this, this is freaking geography. What? I didn't pick geography, man. I took... Uh, what, I, I, I don't even know what I took. I, I don't even want to talk about high school. But, okay, that's a good segue. Because, <laughs> so, high school. We, I think we... Okay, so you left during sophomore year of our... Of our, this, we went to the same high school, and you left sophomore year. And I, I think we yeah. talked about this the other day, but I want to say it again just because... Uh, just just for the podcast, but do you think we were closer in high school or are we closer now? Um, closer now because in high school everyone's trying to decide on what clique they want to join and what exactly they want to do, and who who the cool kids are, and just trying to be accepted into that group. So yeah. you lose contact with who you truly are. And it's also, I feel like, I, I give a, hate, a lot of hate for high school because I just didn't enjoy it that much. But then I realized you learn a lot about people in general, how people are, how people act, and what kind of people you want to be around with and surround yourself with, you know? Yeah. And, um, but, yeah, so I, that reminds me because, like, in high school, like, when we used to talk, when we used to hang out and meet up, I feel like whenever we did talk, it was always about, like, the weirdest shit, bullshit. I mean, it was, like, nothing. Our conversations had no, like, set goal. Unless it would sometimes be, like, hey, Moise, I have this crush on this one girl. And it was always this one girl. And you know who it is. But it was always one girl. I was like, Moise, I have a crush on this one girl. What do I do? It was like, go fucking talk to her. I'm like, no, I'm not going to talk to her because I was always afraid of girls for some reason. And I kind of still am. I'm terrified. You kind of still are. I mean, I'm in the same boat right now. I mean, you can... You talk to girls, so that's the thing. You can talk to girls and you're fine. You just can't, like, you know, seal the yeah. deal. Yeah, I, I friend zone the shit out of girls. <laughs> yeah, people try to get out of the friend zone. You're just comfortable where you're at. You're just like, I, I just want to stay in the zone. I don't, I'm not interested in going out. <laughs> it's fine. Hey. Hey, I, I, when I'm like, Moise, you're like when people say Netflix and chill, you just want a Netflix and chill. You don't want to take it any further. Like, let's just Netflix and chill. What the fuck? You got to bring sex into it. Yeah, I know, right? I don't want to work. <laughs> Babe, I invited you to watch Friends with me. I just want to watch Friends. What the fuck is Chill got to do with it? <laughs> but yeah, and... Man, I don't know. Because now, the, the reason why I brought up like how we have like, had conversation in high school was because now, like recently, I think it was... Okay, so let me preface this by saying that I, as you know, obviously, that I made a paid a visit to Houston uh, two weeks ago for a wedding. And before that, like three weeks prior to that, I think that's when we started talking. And then we would talk like every day. And for the first time, it was really weird for me because I feel like it was going to be casual conversations if we ever did talk through the phone. But then it turned out to be like these deep conversations about our future, which was... Yeah. 30 level grew the last year or so. Wait, what? Our maturity level, like our conversations. Oh, yeah. In terms of conversation, hell yeah, man. Because the because I never – like I have a lot of I, – I mean I'm not going to say I have a lot of friends because it, what, <laughs> that sounds, that's such a tool thing to say. <laughs> yeah, I hang out with a lot of people. Pretty social. <laughs> no, um, but I have friends and – I talk to them, I hang out with them, but I never had like a legit conversation about my future. I mean, I've had serious conversations with a few people, but I've never had, I've never, I've never went that deep with someone. And it was very weird to me at first, but then it turned out to be this thing where that's all I wanted to talk about after a while. I was just like, hey, Moise, so um, what are you doing in 10 years? <laughs> so it was, I don't know. It was, but I like it though. What do you think of that? 
I mean, I like it because it makes you think about what exactly it is that you want to do. Yeah. It makes you go deeper into yourself and search yourself for, like, exactly what your future entails rather than, like, looking at the outside and being like, yeah, I want to live in the now rather than thinking about what you want to do. That's why I feel this semester of college, I did grow in that sense of I finally started thinking about what I want to do in the future. It was always just, okay, I'm going to get out of college and find a job. But for the first time, I was like, there's something that's not how life works. Life isn't just like this method, this system that you go through, you know, and you just have to like, sometimes you have to think about that. And I never thought about that until re like, until I started talking to you. And that freaked me out. That freaked me the hell out. I made, I, made, I made that video too about like, I don't know what the fuck to do. And I put it on private immediately because I was just like, I was just like, oh God, I can't, I can't do this. But I was glad I did it because I don't know. It's, it's good to think about your future, you know? Wait, didn't you take it down? I didn't take it down. I put it on private. Oh, well, because you should put it public. I, I, I know, man. I need to, like, I'm going to get the guts and put it on public because... Oh, or maybe it's just like maybe ten years in the future when I win my streamies or something <laughs> show of the year. I'm like, this is this is this, this was me like all these years ago, man. Uh, but that's gonna happen one day. Also, let's let, speaking of future. You told me something. I don't know if you want to share it, but you don't have to. You can be vague as possible. But you told me something that is gonna make a if you accept this decision, it's gonna make a very drastic change in your life. Um, so it's, it's just that, are you, are you scared of like that, like that big of a change? Uh, yes, I am terrified of this, this opportunity that has been presented to me because it will change my life drastically, not in the sense of school or anything, but in the sense of what I want to pursue as a career. Because it was, this is something, uh, the, what in, what's entailed in this opportunity is something that you've been wanting to do for basically like your whole life. And now you have this opportunity. And that's what's, that's what's interesting to me. When we're giving the opportunity to do something that we've always wanted to do, I feel like that's the hardest thing to like do. Because first of all, the first thing that goes into your mind is that, okay, I want to do it. Second thing is, th is this real? Third thing is, this is not practical. Fourth thing is, it's just like, I can't fucking do this. This is not possible. So your mind basically, like, uh, reevaluates things for you, which makes everything so much harder. And plus, we always think about the negativity in the situation before looking at the positive. Yeah. We think about what, okay, if I do this, what's going to happen? What's going to be bad in my life? How is this going to change it? We never look at the good in that situation. But that's how, yeah, and that's just how humans are, you know, that we just, we just, we can't, we also, I feel like that we just don't, you know how there's, it's like this cliche that all motivational speakers talk about one thing, believing in yourself. There's these, those cliches are there because they're all true. 
we don't believe uh, we human as humans we don't believe in ourselves um we don't think we can do things when it's entirely possible anything is possible if you put in the work if you put in the effort and you that's you just got to believe in yourself because if you don't then your mind is going to work subconsciously in negating things for you and you're never going to get anywhere in life you know and i'm not going to put this on society because everything is based off of society itself but the truth is this is society's fault for our mentality on not believing in ourselves, trying to better ourselves to what to what social media is actually actually what is acceptable in social media itself. True, because I I, I was thinking about what you said about society. I didn't get it at first, but now I get it because it's the people out there, right? The people out there are telling you that you can't do this, and I know everybody hears about this. It's like, don't give a fuck about people, but. Not giving a fuck is so hard, man, because it, it, it gets to you. It really does. I mean, the people who say that I don't let things get to me, it gets to them. They just don't talk about it. And not talking about it just, oh, my God, fucks with your mind so much. It does, man. It really does. Because then when someone says that's not possible, like, what the hell are you thinking? Or just simple, or just simple things, like they're not even being mean about it. They're just saying... Altaf, you should be doing something else. Why are you even thinking about this? That's and that like just those like few words can make such an impact on you, and that's scary, man. Like human, be we're just we're like really fragile as hell. And the thing is, uh, something I saw on Twitter today. It said it was a picture with a quote saying, "Um, you shouldn't always be positive. You should let negativity in." But you should use that negativity and turn it into positivity. Yeah. I mean, okay, criticism is always a good thing. Um, that uh, And as you said, like the, those negative vibes are a good thing for you if you take it in a good way. Um, like if someone told me, hey, Altaf, you, this is just like what you're doing with your life is not good. But, and you could either be like, ah, oh, man, he's right. I need to make some different decisions. I can't do this. What am I thinking? Or you could be like, hey, you know what? Fuck that guy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that and like use that as this like power or energy to prove him, like prove him wrong. And like, I'm going to be right in the situation. I'm going to come out a hero. Right. Exactly. That has motivation. It's a motivation. Them wrong, but to prove that whatever they just put into your head that you can actually do and accomplish yourself. And also, it's just sad that people are like that, right? I mean, people... that That's what upsets me the most, man. When people don't... Like, people... Some There's so many people that claim to be your friends, and then when you tell them what you really want to do in life, they're just like, that's not possible. I mean, you can't do that with anybody, man. You can't just say that you, uh, you shouldn't be doing this. I mean, that's for them to decide, and you should be supporting them through whatever they're doing. Yeah, I mean, if they're like, hey, man, I'm really into... Um, you know, just murdering people and pasting their heads on my wall. Yeah, you should tell them not to do that. But <laughs> that's, that's that's just a different situation. <laughs> it's like, hey, man, I love being a serial killer. I'm gonna do that for the rest of my life. No, dude, I don't. I don't think so. I'm gonna be positive about that situation as well. <laughs> it's like, no, dude, fuck the haters. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, and okay, that reminds me because um, the streamies was last uh, well two nights ago and. Uh, Fuzzy Tube, the prankster, he won show of the year. Did you see his speech yet? 
Um, no, I actually have not. Okay, so in the speech, he was like, okay, thank you to my the DOF, Dosa family, brubras. Thank you to my mom, my dad, and everybody. <laughs> he Then he also said, he's like, I also want to thank the, um, I think it was the professor of, like, theater or something, uh, who told me that doing YouTube was the most stupid decision I'll ever make in my life. <laughs> and then, and That's then he, what uh, his last job told him as well. Before, like five or six years ago, he worked at Chili's and he quit because he wanted to you wanted to do YouTube. And his employees and employer, uh, the faculty that he worked with, um, all said that he couldn't do it. That that it was the stupidest decision decision in his life. So he quit, and that's when he was made his journey to become a YouTuber. That's it's um. Do you think, in a sense, is that people are just jealous that someone can have that much passion for something? I feel like they themselves, I think this is what you said. I think this is what you told me, actually, a couple weeks ago, that they themselves are jealous in a way that you are so driven and so excited about doing something that they aren't about themselves. Yeah, because that passion, it's its sad to say this, but having that passion and having that drive is very rare in our society, in our culture. Um, I feel like it's becoming more prominent with all these like people dropping out, starting their own companies, and um, we look up to these guys. Like I always say this one thing, right? Um, whenever, like, I'm 19 now, I'm a sophomore staying at a dorm. So I say this one thing and I repeat it over and over again. I'm like, dude, in my age, Mark Zuckerberg, he created Facebook and he became a billionaire, man. Why am I not like that? And then I real, uh, then I just realized recently, like, or also like, just like while I'm talking to you right now, is that I'm like, I'm just, I'm all talk, you know, I'm just talking shit. But like the difference between me and Mark Zuckerberg, I'm not comparing myself with Mark Zuckerberg by any means. And I don't think if even if I had that drive, I would be successful as much as him. But what I'm trying to say is that the difference between me and Mark Zuckerberg is that he believed in something and he took that belief and was like, okay, fuck you guys. I'm going to do this. This is my shit. Say whatever you want about how he like stole code or something, whatever. But he started from the bottom and now he created like the biggest social networking company in the world man Con it gave up so much just to do that it's not people nowadays are afraid of the the repercu the repercussions of what's going to happen once they start something so like they don't give up anything to pursue what they want to do and man it's him, on the other hand, he gave up a lot, and he pursued and successfully became a millionaire in a matter of minutes. And you know what I love about that guy, though? He still... He still has that same drive, you know. He didn't get the he didn't let the money get to him. He still had the same drive. He still works every day at Facebook. He's creating new things like Facebook just created like a drone that's uh that they're hoping to fly around like remote communities to give internet access to them. Like he's he still has that same drive to create, to innovate and risk. Like just make these risks, these big risks, you know? And yeah. that's that's fascinating to me, man. It's because, I don't know, these, a lot of people say that there is a difference between risks and 
recklessness, which I do agree with. You know, you have to know where to draw a line. But I, the risk is part of life, and I'm just getting that. I've I've been hearing this my like half of my life. I've watched so many interviews of these big like people on YouTube because I look them up. I actively look them up, and I'm like, oh man, these motivational people. I gotta look them up. And they always say risk is everything. I didn't truly get that until I'm tr- I'm starting to get it now. Because there's so much stuff I want to do with my life. There's so much other stuff. And you know what it is. Like, um, other than just, like, being in school and working for doing journalism. And I'm starting to get that if I want to do this, I got to give it my all and just risk it, man. Because with the, without, like, this risk, you know, I won't. I won't be able to get anywhere. I won't. I'll always be regretting the moment that I say, uh, "I I should just do, like, I should just stop all this and you know do the most reasonable way." You know. Yeah, and you know what our generation needs? What? They need an entrepreneurial. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. The the mentality. Yes, dude, because it's no matter what you want to do. I'm not saying that everybody should drop out of school and just like do make a start a company. I think what you mean by this and correct me if I'm wrong is that they need that they need to learn how to follow their take that passion and turn it into a drive to do what they want, you know? Yeah. And don't worry about what's going to happen now. Worry about what you're going to going to achieve in the future because worrying about what's happening in the now will mess up your head so much because you're going to be depressed you're going to be you're going to be sad as hell because you've lost uh, a a large amount or anything i mean you got to worry about that but don't take that into consideration as to what you're trying to achieve in the future okay so that being said since we've said all this stuff you have this opportunity. So do you what's what's stopping you from doing like like going with this? Uh the idea of school. Because yeah. um this opportunity requires me to miss an entire semester of school, which I'm afraid on afraid of doing because I would be off track and I would not graduate on time. And you're, and also, yeah, because like, you you work so hard just to be on track. You set up your schedule in a way so that like, I think it's is it after this semester? Like, if you complete the semester, after the semester, you'll be on track again. It's af- actually yeah, it's after this this year I will be on track again. Academic and year or like twenty fifteen. Academic year. Okay. And losing that half a that semester next year will be dreadful. It would be so bad. If if this opportunity goes well, and if I take it, my life will change for the better. But if anything were to happen to me, I would not have a a fallback. That's true, because. Do you think you could have the same sort of opportunity? I mean, you would have to work much harder, uh, I bet. And I feel that if you really want to do this, you will. But do you think you'll have that same opportunity if you go through school for like four years? That's a great question. I have no idea. Because I don't. If I'm still going to be as active in 
this. Yeah. And I don't know if I'll still have as much passion as I do now for this certain. Because, look, I don't know. It's it's a very tricky situation. Um, because I always hear these things about the right moment is always now. And you, you wait. But then for you, it's like. I don't know because my question here is thing that the, the I'm like I know we're being way too vague here, but I'm gonna keep going with it and see how far we can go with this. But the stuff that in, is entailed within this opportunity, you're very passionate about now. And do you think that you're gonna be? Do you do you think you're gonna take this passion into the future, or are you looking for something more? Um, uh, do Do you have any other interests besides this though? All right, I'm just gonna go ahead and go out and say this. It's about soccer. Okay, cool. Now we can actually relax a little bit. <laughs> it's about soccer, and um, I don't know. I haven't really thought about anything as much as I do about soccer. I mean, yeah, school, but soccer has been my life ever since I was six or seven years old, and. Throughout the years, I've noticed that being at even even at a different weight, I was still good, but I did not have that have that stamina to compete. But I still had the ball skill. Yeah. But ever since weight loss, my game and my performance has been the all-time highest and ever since that it's been nothing but soccer before that it was i wanted to do what did i want to do i wanted to do law you want to do business law no that was before that before like during high school i wanted to do uh digital media design you were into like a tech a lot i think i remember that i think i was into a lot of technical stuff especially like adobe and PowerPoint and God knows what, but I I was in robotics club in Farragut. Yeah, I remember I, that. Yeah, I was. I don't know what happened ever since I moved from Tennessee. Everything has changed. Because I remember you were always into soccer. That was like that was always a thing for you. We were like, okay, I love soccer, but it was always I felt. I don't know if this was true, but I always felt it was a sideline. Uh, but. When you moved, it was just like, oh, just like put all that thing into soccer. And do you think, I mean, I don't want to go way too deep, but since we already are, I just want to say, do you think like the, all that shit you went through and like you just went through a lot of stuff with moving a lot so many times, do you think soccer helped? Soccer was a way to cope. It was a coping mechanism to like, it, it was my getaway from all the shit that was going throughout School. And, and that's when you were like, that's when you were like, I want to be like real good. So like, with all this shit that's going on, I want to be on when I'm on the field. I want to feel like a I want to feel amazing. Yeah, and I don't want to feel like a failure as I did before. Yeah, because you, dude, you okay? Yeah, you mentioned your weight loss because you changed so much. Um, I, I mean, I talk about this with you all the time. Um, I talked about this in my videos even, but. It's it's like phenomenal, and I'm not even talking about your weight loss. I mean, weight loss is a big part of it, I know, but it's also like so much like the way you think now, like mentally, and then just like 
how you even talk now it's everything everything's different and that like it amazes me how much can really change you know with like how much life can really change you as a yeah or life can just change people in general because um and i i want to um okay now i'm gonna bring this up now this is like a part of what's going on in what's like in my head i i feel like i've been stuck in a loop um I don't know if you've seen Groundhog Day. It has Bill Murray in it, and he's always stuck in this, like, time loop where he's living the same day. And I feel that it's been nine years, and I've been stuck in this one loop. And, um, like, I've just been doing the same. I haven't changed at all. Socially, I've changed a lot. Like, I'm more social now. But, um, you, like, I, you came back, and I still had, I was still very silly, and I was still the same person. I don't want to lose that part of me. I just want to, I feel like I can't grow here, you know? I feel like I'm just... I'm I'm just stuck in this loop and it's annoying me. You know? But yeah. but do you uh, but okay, honestly, I'm going to ask you right now because I don't think I've really asked you this question before, but do you honestly think I should move? Um I feel like that's a personal choice, but in my head, I'm not trying to be selfish or anything. I feel like you should because Knoxville I don't know why ever since I moved there so many things have been happening to me in a good way and a bad way to make me who I am today but that was just during high school but now we're in college and I feel like anything that would happen now would be for the better for our future for your future. Because this is it, man. I mean, this is not like high school anymore where you can just be like, oh, I'll decide in four years. This is our four years. After this, life. That's all there is. This is just this unknown space. And you, I can't, like, in order to, for me to, like, be prepared for that unknown space, I got to live in it, you know? Yeah. That's what I feel. I can't, I've talked to many people about this. Um, not just you. I've talked to a lot, a lot of people about this. Um. And they say the same thing. It's just that, like, you, you, in, like for, like for me, and just like if you feel like you're not, like, growing here, you just gotta leave. But it's also, this is not- like, this has been my life, you know. But I mean, that's what that's the risk thing. It comes back full circle, right? You know. And I'm not saying you shouldn't think about the others around you, like family, but this is your time. And it's time for you to do what is good for you. And I mean, I feel, I feel like, yeah. And I feel this is like just me being like having a war within myself. I'm not even having a war with my family because I know my family will support me no matter what I do because they're great. They're great people. And they know if, um, if I want to do something and I feel like it's going to be better for my future, I feel like they'll understand and they'll support me throughout. So this is just a war within myself. But... I this is gonna I know this is definitely gonna be um this academic year or what this year even I feel like this year is gonna change for me a lot of stuff and I'm excited for it also a little bit scared not gonna lie but I'm excited for it you know this is but this is what I'm talking about man um this is like I don't know I don't know about you but this is sort of like therapy for me because I don't like I don't technically like have a person I can talk to about this stuff you know what I feel yeah yeah man (laughs) 
But, okay, so I just want to mention, because it's getting close to the 40-minute mark, and um, this podcast, for <laughs> I actually made up like a bunch of different topics, because you went to, um, you had an interview or, or, like earlier this week with, like, you are planning to work in a, like, a store in a mall, and you had an interview with them. So I was going to ask you about how, like, <laughs> interview, and your interview questions are dumb or something. And then, I don't know, just, like, how people text or something. I had, like, so many different topics set up. But I feel like this was good, too. Because this is genuine, man. Do you think... Yeah. Th- this is, like, the conversations we usually have over the phone. Yeah. Which, now we're portraying to the world. Yeah. Man. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I was gonna... Yeah, I was gonna be like, man, interview questions are so stupid. Like, when... Like, if you were going to work at McDonald's and then McDonald's asks you, okay, what do you want to do in 10 years? Like, bitch, I don't want to be flipping burgers in 10 years. Like, exactly. That's <laughs> like, what the fuck? But, um... Like, if you were to work at, like, a set, say, Applebee's or any, any like, restaurant and they ask you... How would you sell this item? I mean, it's not a freaking sales job. You're just trying to you're trying to be a busboy or you're trying to waitress or waiter. Jonathan just wants his quesadilla burger. I'm gonna serve his quesadilla burger. Get my tip and leave. God damn it! I'm gonna be the nicest bitch out there. I'll be like, yeah, you want it? All right, cool. I'll be as fast as possible and I'll be very, very reliable in getting that to him safely. Yeah. That's just how it is, man. But, hey, okay, so I want to end this right now. But real quick, we got to decide on a name. What Do you, do you have any ideas at all? Chipotle with Jorge. Chipotle, we can't, no, let's not do Chipotle with Jorge. We cannot do Chipotle with, uh, how about, um, uh. Chipotle with Raj. You know a lot of Indians eat Chipotle. That's true. Do you think that's true? That's so true. A lot of people... Okay, yeah, a lot of people Indians do eat Chipotle. Dude, you know what's funny? You know how I always make jokes about Chipotle? I've been there once, and I don't even like it that much. Wow. We are not friends anymore. But, okay, look. They're going to charge you for extra guac. I mean, come on. I feel like charging for extra queso is more worth it than extra guac. Well, make yourself some guac and put it on there if you don't want to pay for it. No. Don't... I'm going to fast food. I'm not going to pay for my... Like, I'm not going to make my own food. Just like, I'm homemade guac. Just bring it. It's like, can you hey, hey, he's like, hey, I want 10 tortillas. It's like, okay, do you want a burrito? It's like, no, I just want the tortillas. I'm going to make the burrito at home, bitch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like Chipotle is like, man, Chipotle. Man. Okay, people always say Chipotle is more expensive than Moe's or Salsaritas, or Chipotle is better than Moe's or Salsaritas. They're all the fuck the same. Have you noticed that? They're their own branch of fast food. It's like the subway of Mexican food, and it's like their own branch. So they have, like, so much different shit. They're like, Cadoba is the same, Moe's is the same, Salsaritas is the same, and Chipotle is the same. You can't compare. That's what those restaurants are, man. All right, man. Well, we're going to end this. I think we're going to go with, um, I think we're going to go with, uh... Chipotle with Raj. Chipotle with Raj. Okay, let's go with Chipotle with Raj. Raj, if you're listening to this, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, anyways, I'm glad we did this, man. Hopefully the audio comes out right. If not, we had a great conversation. And uh, that's it. Stay swag.